Hey, 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 it's your girl. Just call me Jay Nicole. And this bookcast is about none other than why yours truly. But most importantly, it's about life with my bookends. So who are or what are my bookends, you may ask? They're my wonderfully talented two sons, also known as my heart and my heartbeat. Without them, life just was incomplete. And I know a lot of people are like, eh, but one of the biggest things that I desired in life was to become a mother. And at 18, I was told that there was a slim to none chance that that would even happen. So when God bestowed them upon me, they made my life complete. And they hold me upright. They give me perspective on what life is and what I should be doing in life. They actually give me purpose each and every day. And because of them, I now have this podcast to share with you the day in the life of the Walkers, or more specifically, the day in the life of Just Call Me Jay Nicole and life with my bookends. Hey, 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 it's Just Call Me Jay Nicole, and I am back with yet another episode. So I want to say, first and foremost, if I sound winded, I was on a roll and I was recording an exclusive just for you guys as I was cleaning my house. And guess what? Out of everything that I said, only a minute point zero two seconds was recorded. Insert. Anywho's, I'm going to carry right along. I think I remember most of what I said. Right, right. Okay. So I want to talk to you guys realistically about cleaning your house. And I was saying that while I was cleaning. I said, I know they're going to say, oh, she's just picking a time where she is busy and can talk to us about what she's doing. And it's not. And I gave a disclaimer that says that, you know, hey, I know that I always talk about my kids on this um, podcast, but that's what my podcast is about. It's called Call Me Jane. Just call me Jane Nicole. Life with my bookends. And as my intro says, my boys are my bookends. My life is completely filled with them and not in a bad way at all. Like. Yeah, I'm learning how to separate mommy from the kids and who she really is and who I really want to be. But at the same time, I'm like, they're the core of my existence. Where I, who I became is a lot of times because of them. So here it goes. Oftentimes we don't clean house And focus on the important things and get rid of the negative things and the things that are not fulfilling and the things that don't need to be within our home. Because we, one, don't know how to clean house. Two, we lose track of what's really important to us. And then sometimes you just are not paying attention to what's important to you any longer because you've gotten off course. So this conversation that I'm having with you guys today is strictly based on a recent conversation with my husband 
my heart and our manager, excuse me, our agent. So as I discussed with you guys previously, this relationship between um, my heart and my husband is um, a little frayed. And I always end up getting caught in the middle. And it's not because I want to be in the middle. It's just because my son feels completely open to talk to me about anything and everything. And my husband knows that my son will listen to me when I talk. So he comes and talks to me in hopes that I'll go back and I'll say something to our son and then there will be some type of resolution. So I am legit the middleman. Well, recently, while the husband was down in Florida visiting our son, um, taking in some games and everything, our son was struggling with um, making connection with the ball. And dad has been coach since our son was five years old. He coached him up until he was 12. And that's when he actually turned over the reins um, because our son was able to start playing ball um, on a travel team and then also with the school. But even with that being said, it was really a really hard transition. And it has been even harder now because he's gotten to that same point with our youngest son where he has outgrown the coaching that he can provide for him. So he's having to rely on people who are, um, have more experience getting our, our youngest son to the same position of, of baseball playing as our oldest son. And it takes a big person to be like, I can't do um, you any more good. So I'm going to let go so that you can find that person who can help you even more. However, comma, while he's down in Florida taking in the game and whatnot, he turns into the same person he's always been, which is Coach Daddy. And after the game, he wanted to critique and talk baseball with our son. And he had brought along a friend who our son is not comfortable with because he doesn't know him. And because he doesn't know him that well, he's like, why is this dude talking to me, trying to critique me like my dad didn't even like explain everything, but that's for a whole nother episode. So here we are and I'm having a conversation with the son and he's telling me all about everything, how he's feeling and everything. And he's just like over it and dad this, dad that, and his friend is coming in and he's talking to me and he's like ragging on me and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, okay, babe, I understand. But, you know, is there some legit things that he said? And if so, I mean, like, what can we, what's the takeaway? And then I talked to the husband and I'm like, hey, and he's telling me, yeah, you know, this, that. I'm like, he's giving me the whole coach rundown because that's what the coaches do. They come home and they talk to their wives about the same crap. <laughs> and my resolution for it was that, okay, we have an agent who can sort of run defense for us. Like he may not listen to daddy, but he might listen to his agent because he knows his agent is going to look out for him, period. So I called him, the agent. I'm like, hey, dude, this is what's going on. Can you help? And he's like, I got you. I got you, uh, Mama Joss. I'm like, okay, appreciate you. But all of that to say, I have to clean house often. 
because I have to protect my space. And for 18 years, that also required that I protect my son's space. And so when he came to me, and he actually came to me before dad and his friend got to Florida. And he was like, Ma, I don't understand why he's coming. What is he about? And I had to give him the lowdown on who he was. This is a really good close friend of dad's. Da, 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 da. He was like, you know, I just don't understand. He just came out of nowhere. As a professional baseball player and with the potential to be a major league baseball player, I'm also having to teach my son that some people are going to come out of the woodworks. They're going to be auntie, cousins, grandmas, uncles, nieces, nephews, you, you name it. They're going to be, quote unquote, related to you. They're going to feel like they can weigh in on what you're doing, how you're doing, so forth and so on. And if I can help him clean house, I shall. The one person who probably does not get how important it is to do so is the husband, is dad. Not any and everybody who used to be in your space needs to be in your space. Sometimes it's just good to clean house. I've heard of family members who just had to clean house of family members. And it comes to that sometimes. It does not mean that you care any less. It does not mean that you love any less. It just means that their season has come and has gone. And as my pastor said before with seasons, sometimes, you know, if we, we have to go into a drought for a reason. He also said that we can't always be in harvest all the time. So sometimes you might see that these people lingered for a long time. And then these people were gone for a long time. And once we realize that their season has come and their season has gone, we will be feeling a little bit more comfortable about the fact that we are in a drought with them. And with that being said like that, if my husband only looked at the fact that when things were just going, when we were just on the ocean, just floating away, there were certain people in his life that he was in a drought with. But now that his life is in a harvest season, the people who are in a drought, they want to come and reap the benefits of this harvest. I'm going to say it again. What he does not realize is that as he was in a drought with them, but he was sailing on the ocean nicely into the sunset. Doing just fine. Investing in his son, being there for his son, cheering his son, getting up at the butt crack of dawn to get his son to the games, not getting into the butt crack of dawn to go to sleep because the games lasted that long, working two jobs to make sure that he can afford to put his kids into travel ball activities. I mean, all of it, you name it. He was in a drought with them. 
But now that he has come into a place of harvest through his son, and it's not even harvest for him, it's harvest for our son. People want to come in and reap the benefit of the harvest. They're waiting around like scavengers and vultures for us to drop something that they can scoop down to have. So you have to clean house, guys. You have to be mindful that when you are going through a drought and there are people who are not around, but then all of a sudden when you start to be on the up, the come up, your life is lit, you're going through that harvest period, they want to come collect too. They want to celebrate too. It's great for them to come along and celebrate with you. But what you don't need to do is while you're harvesting, they are taking so much off of your plate, so to speak, but they're not filling you back up. You don't want them to harvest and take everything back. And then there is no seeds that you can actually replant, reinvest. So into your friendship, into those relationships. And then when it's time to go back into a different season, and maybe this time it is a sowing season, you have nothing. You have nothing to plant. You have nothing to try to sow. Because those people who manipulated you during your harvest, they're now back in the drought. We have to be clear on the boundaries we set with people. And I will, I'm going to be real, real clear with you guys. I'm going to be 100, as they used to say, with you all. One of the chief reasons why this friend even came along with the husband is because my husband is using him. How might he ask? Or how might you ask? It's cheaper if you split everything down the middle. So they split in the hotel fee. They're splitting the car fee. The only thing that he had to pay full price. Oh, wow, guys. This is a whole nother episode for me to even start with you guys. They're only he's only paying half of everything and minus his his airfare. So he's getting an opportunity to reap benefits of his friend being able to come along and financially aid him. But his friend is also using him. Oh, my God. A codependent relationship. There you go, guys. But if either one of them literally stepped back and they looked at what they had together and called a thing a thing, and you guys know I'm big on that, they would see that they need to clean house. Like this friend and this friendship is so one-sided. How many of us are out here and we haven't even been mindful of those people coming in and at times where we're up? 
But in times when we're down, when we're struggling, in my husband's case, he working two and three jobs just to make sure that he can afford to take care of that financial obligation to have our kids in travel ball. I'm working two jobs as well, or I'm going to school to try to better our household. Those people weren't around. But now that my son has the opportunity to be a mega star, so to speak, a professional athlete, whatever you may call it, everybody's coming out the woodworks. They want to reap the harvest. They want to partake of anything that is related to the come up of Dion Walker. Even down to our family. And it really ticks me off because you may, and when I say you, I'm talking to these people in particular who come in from nowhere and want to be a supporter of Dion Walker. They may genuinely have love for my son. But what happened back in 2005, 2005? 7, 2010, 12, 14, 15, et cetera, et cetera. Have you expressed your love? Have you even tried to establish a relationship? And that's key. Because in order to have a relationship, you have to establish it. You can't just end the end say, well, you know, I am his blood relative. I don't give a good you know what. You can't reap the harvest when you have not gone through telling it you have not gone through planting it you just have not gone through any of the things to get to the harvest but i will say this in closing there are some people who are intended to come around during your harvest time because they're going to be a part of the next season that you're going into And you have to be able to decipher between who those people are and who they aren't. There are going to be people who come in. And one of these people, I will say, is definitely our agent. I wasn't too keen on him when I first met him. I'm like, I don't know about this dude. He talked too much and he's young. How well versed is he? And making sure that my son reaches his full potential gets the kind of eyes on him that he needs to, gets the kind of money that we want him to have. And then I talked to who is now a great friend of mine who manages her son's career as well. Not an, not an athletic career, but nonetheless a career. And she gave me the best, the biggest golden nugget. And she says, that is all up to you and your son. The agent works for you. So guess what? Now I know that our agent is going to be the vehicle that gets my son to where he needs to be. And I also know that there are going to be pit stops and there are going to be transportation changes. We may start off riding a bicycle. We need to change over to an automobile. We may come out of the automobile and get a larger SUV and we might need to get out of the SUV and take a cruise. Whatever the avenue and the mode of transportation we need to take, he is a big part of it. And now that he knows who our son is and what he capable, he's capable of, he is willing to drive us even further because he'll benefit from it. 
And we also have developed relationships with other people who have since left organizations that we were part of or that they were part of. And it's all to help with the next season that my son is going to be in. So our bigger picture, guys, again, is cleaning house, knowing when it is time to sit down and purge. You need to get rid of this. You need to get rid of that. Physically, mentally, spiritually. Not everybody is meant to always be there. Not everybody who shows up needs to be part of that season. Not everybody who wants to be a part of the season you're in is intended to be a part of that season. They're not meant to be a part of that harvest. They're not part of the planting. They're not part of the growing. They're just not part of it. And the sooner you can identify it, the sooner you will be able to move through the seasons that you need to so that you get to the harvest part without any hiccups or delay. So with that being said, guys, make sure you're following me on all my social media outlets. I am on IG at Just Call Me J. Nicole, and that's J-U-S-T-C-A-L-L-M-E, the letter J-N-I-C-O-L-E. I'm on Twitter at the number two, will confirm. And again, that's the number two, W-I-L-L-C-O-N-F-I-R-M. And as always, drop me a line, holla at your girl, give me some suggestions or chat with me on my podcast, definitely. And you can do that by dropping me a line at just call me Nicole at gmail.com. And until next time, guys, be blessed. And this is Jay Nicole and she's out.